The story of the Iron Fang marches on, slowly, slowly. But this, this is not our only story. No, there are grander designs afoot. The scene cuts to a large, expansive desert, middle of the night, illuminated only by a full moon. Several uh, desert animals, like those, those, uh, the desert foxes and stuff, all of a sudden uh, wake up. And like the scene in The Lion King where they, those meerkats poke their heads into the frame, that's kind of what happens. Several, several of these animals just start running. Five seconds later, there's massive earthquake, and all of a sudden, in the field, in the middle of the desert, a small stream begins to form. And intro music goes here. This week on This Galarian Life, the party takes time to reflect on the challenges ahead of them. I don't feel like there's a point or direction in any of this to sort of marching toward death and there's no sort of reward at the end of it, even if we do succeed. Is Truxton trying to tank the podcast? But before they set out, new travelers appear. Laura, uh, you recognize a handful of them as people from Thandar. Uh, These new refugees bring with them their own issues. Truxton, um, get your nomass out of bed. I know you gave that shit up, but I need your knowledge of herbs. Paranoia runs high. Oh, God, he's a wasp man. He's a, wait, no, there is a weird lycanthrope that are like bugs. He's a were-wasp. Will they fail before their mission even starts? We might be deserters of the Legion, but that does not mean we must like men. What about, and I come forward and flip my hair, women? Listen, to find out. Hey everybody, welcome back to This Galarian Life. This episode has been building up for a long, long time. This is our 50th episode, which is the biggest milestone we've come to so far in our recording process, and we couldn't be happier about it. Uh, thank you all for all the support you've given us and all the help uh, pushing the podcast to a point where we could even feasibly get to 50 episodes. This is all because of you guys. So we're going to spend this week celebrating a little bit, and we're going to have some uh, exciting news coming out as the week goes on. Uh, but first, as you may have noticed, we have changed our logo. We thought that this cleaner design would demonstrate where we wanted to be as a podcast going forward. So we're super excited about that. Some of you voted on it on a Twitter poll we made a couple weeks ago. So thank you for your input if you input into that poll. Second, uh, we are now on Patreon. We never felt like we wanted this to be something that people paid for. And if you don't feel comfortable uh, donating or you don't want to donate, we are perfectly fine with that. But the truth of this is that the show costs each and every one of us a little bit of money to put on, whether it be the equipment, uh, the software, just the time in general it takes to edit and put it out. So we figured, you know, if a couple people were to donate to the Patreon, that would, you know, help offset some of the costs. Uh, so at, at this point, we have a couple tiers, uh, reward tiers uh, ready to go. 
if you want to donate one dollar a month for example um, we'll have you on a list of donors and I'll shout people out intermittently uh, in this introduction uh, and thank you for your individual support um, and we're also as the story goes on we'll start putting you in as NPC names in the new Tullersburg militia so we thought that would be a fun thing to do for other tiers and information, check out our Patreon page, which I will have linked on the Twitter announcement, the Facebook announcement, as well as it should be in the episode notes. Our first goal that we've set up for Patreon is to have some sort of video game live stream set up on Twitch at least once a month. So once we get to $50 pledged, we will get that up and going. Uh, that will be a fun way to chat and hang out with you all if you want to come watch us play video games, some of us more skillfully than others. With that being said, just keep following us, liking us on Twitter, Facebook, iTunes, all all that general jazz. So I guess let's just let's just jump right into it. Welcome to book three of Iron Fang Invasion. Welcome to episode fifty, a clear and present stranger. We should have probably done this like a month and a half ago. But at the end of the dragon fight, you all leveled up. In retrospect, it's probably good that we didn't because we've got two new old characters. So why don't we just go around and talk about important things that happened when we leveled up. Uh, I have the archetype that gets rid of spells because I'm scared of spells. So as a paladin with a, that archetype, I... Uh... I get fiber feats instead, and I'm stuck with, uh, I don't get a mount, but I didn't want a mount anyway, so it's whatever. But basically, it's stepping up to where, uh, currently, if someone runs at me, I can hit them pretty hard and push them back at least once. And then, you know, that's about it. Just a mix of weapon focus, greater weapon focus, specialization, toughness, armor focus, and power attack. Standard melee stuff that makes the numbers bigger because that's all I like. That and Cyrix, but... Ooh. Hey-yo! Let's do... Will, you go next since you're also bringing a new character to the table so you can uh, kind of explain. And don't give away anything you don't want to give away. What's uh, the gist of Laura? Alright, so Laura. Uh, the gist of Laura is that she is a Vital Strike range build. I use one level of Barbarian to uh, use Urban Barbarians so that I get, like, the uh, Focus Rage rather than uh, just a, a, a frothing Barbarian Rage. And for one round, I Rage, I get to do Vital Strike, and uh, then I end my Rage to uh, Furious Finish. That uh, maximizes my Vital Strike. So now, see, 13 times a day, uh, so long as I can survive that many D6s of a... Uh, non-lethal damage after I end my rage, I get to do a maximized vital strike with a plus 16 uh, that just does 38 damage. I don't even have to roll for damage anymore. Um, why, don't you tell the, why don't you tell the people at home where the uh, D6s of non-lethal come from? Yes. So normally whenever you are a barbarian and you end your rage, you face uh, some exhaustion. However, since Derek was a fool and let me have wealth by level, I was able to get a Cord of Stubborn Resolve, which is a belt that grants me a 
plus two bonus constitution, along with any effect that would cause the wearer to become fatigued deals uh, an additional d6 points of non-lethal damage instead. So, so long as... Or so whenever I end my rage, instead of just being exhausted, I just take d6 non-lethal damage. <clears throat> and then the rest of it is an archer fighter. So I've got like 78 HP. It's, it's great. I love archer fighter because it's I just get bonuses to perception. Also, I'm a half orc, so I've got that dank, dank orc horn bow. So I just get a great sword bow for that vital strike. It's it's really good. I'm really glad that Gavin mentioned it to me and then helped me make it. This character's really fun. Since you're the since you're the last new cast member, Truxton, how about you go and explain what happened to you while you were on the road? Two words. Two attacks. I'm so proud of you. Now said, motherfucker. That's the end of our broadcast week. Correct. Yeechaw. Good job, everybody. Also, I think I have some other passive bonuses because I'm bad at using anything in my arsenal that isn't just like a straight-up attack, which is cool. I have Piranha Strike now. Y'all might remember that from our boy Richard, and I've stolen that off his corpse. I don't think we've actually killed him yet, but... It's on the list. Yeah, it's on the list. Uh, And, uh, oh, yeah, I don't do drugs anymore. I'm trying to invent SSRIs now because I'm sad. Oh. Thank you. I exceed the rest of my time. He's got no <laughs> dopamine receptors left in his brain. Isn't room supposed to help with like really critical depression? I think only on sites that are like hemploveLife.com. Not necessarily. Really. That's true, but it's also illegal to do any research on that. So that's true. So story-wise, I decided when Truxton left that if Samuel wanted to. He could spend some of that time retraining his character, so he retrained out of the hallucinist archetype for the investigator, and now he's just an empiricist, um, so he'll play more straight. Um, he never really used the drugs. Nope, the audience, anyway. I will not be more straight. I'll be gayer than him. I imagine the uh, story of what happened with Truxton will come out more as we go, uh, but for now, he's not a hallucinist, and he is, in fact, an empiricist. Who's next? Alright, so here's the deal. Gorgug, as you all hopefully remember, is an arcane duelist bard, which is really a bard who gives away a lot of cool bard stuff to gain a small morsel of useful fighting features. There's a lot of ways to take the arcane duelist. It's a class designed for prestige classing, because why the hell would you take it all the way to 20? As always, I'm really good at fighting enemy casters, which has not happened very often in this campaign. Uh, Gorgug, this level has gained a second attack because the base attack bonus increase. Through his rigorous calisthenics, he has gained plus one dexterity for that sweet, sweet plus one initiative and plus one AC. Uh, we're getting closer to the master plan with Gorgug, but for all you viewers at home, Gorgug is an arcane duelist built around battlefield utility and, more than anything else, intimidating the ever-loving shit out of his enemies and making them cower. New spell this level is a little thing called Terrible Remorse. I think it fits in with the archetype of Gorgug. And in increasing his depression from being granted a noble title, well, actually, he was granted a commission without his consent. And if there's one thing Gorgug hates more than a hobgoblin, it's a commissioned military officer. So he has also learned the new bardic performance called Dirge of Despair, where he now uh, basically sings a song and makes everybody around him very sad. It's quite good. And that about wraps it up for old Gorgug. 
but suffice to say, we're going to have a good time. Jack is back, so now my 66 HP won't be such a huge liability as a frontline fighter. <laughs> oh, sorry. 67 HP with a whop of 22 AC. Please don't hit me, boys. And Cyrix bringing up the rear. Well, you are having master plans and changing your characters. I haven't strayed away from the true mission of Cyrix, which is to fuck as many people as possible. Um, so I got a lot of skill increases um, to charisma-based things and have a 22 charisma now. I got a new trick, which is a mesmeric mirror, which basically gives me a free mirror image casting as a swift action. Oh, shit. Uh, I also got the spell Displacement, oh. which adds makes it even more difficult to hit me. So basically, Cyrix is just has gone under zero HP so many times at this point that she's making it very difficult to reach her if she does not want you to. And I believe that's just about it. Oh. Oh, and also because I can't let Truxton have anything just to himself, I have to attack Snatu. Oh. So everybody, everybody in the party, if they so choose, uh, looking at you, Laura, uh, has two attacks now. Off hey. on a round action. So... Now it's my part. This this is book three of the adventure path. You were all level eight. Things are about to get just a tiny bit more serious. Usually, like, the first two books in adventure paths are just like, hey, let's have some fun and level up. The tone of this one might be a little bit more uh, dour than they normally are, but things are very, very deadly in this one. But I think... Knowing this party and knowing what happens in this book, I think you all will will like it. So, let's get on the way. It is the night before Griswold set out to the Hollow Hills to try to figure out what happened in the Raija Mines and make your way to Longshadow. Uh, the refugees have commissioned a feast for you all. Anyway, Sirio uh, and Cobb are coming with you with small battalions, small battalions of their own. Basically, you'll be, like, traveling in three separate teams for information purposes and whatnot. So they will not be, like, active parts of the combat, but they will be there. The refugees who are staying behind are have a feast for you to say goodbye. One of them, Gorgu, gives you a hearty handshake and pats you on the back, and best of all, doesn't say a single word to you. Respectful, not. The wildlife has been... It's, been much easier to hunt around these parts so they've found very large deer and they've uh, smoked up some very large sides of venison and whatnot there's just smoke billowing out and the smell of the meat and the smell of the wine and the ale and whatnot just permeate the place you all are having having a good time uh, you know you know the road ahead might be tough and you kind of have a sense of that lingering above the party, but everybody's trying their best to ignore it. Is anybody doing anything, like, special at the party? Um, I'm okay. trying to sleep in my sleeping bag, and I'm frowning. Right. <laughs> and I'm frowning. He goes, goes to his frowning sleeping bag, I would go over to him, unaware of his current sobriety, and offer him a joint that I made. Also, a pilot and a shelly, so it's okay. That's true. Hey, Hey, Traxton. Hey. Yeah. Want one? Oh. Uh, oh. Okay. 
I stop flirting with whoever I'm flirting with and slide over to see what's going on here. I see a small gnome in a sleeping bag looking very sad. Can you guys just keep it down just a little bit? <laughs> Justin, are you okay, buddy? Uh, I, I will be when I finish this latest concoction. What's, what's going on? Uh, it's just what's... I don't feel like there's a point or direction in any of this. I don't, you know, just sort of marching toward death. And there's no sort of reward at the end of it, even if we do succeed. Is Truxton trying to tank the podcast? No. It's okay to be sad, Truxton. It'll just be for a couple episodes, guys. I'll find something dumb to cheer me up. But you have two attacks now, Truxton. That's pretty nice. I do like that. But I've had that for a while now. I got that while I was gone. (laughs) Whatever happened to your girlfriend? Oh, I told you. It just didn't work out. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, it is okay. You're right. Sometimes two adults just aren't meant to be together. That's certainly That's true. Well, uh, Cyrix, I hope you've been having fun. Always. So, uh, Truxton. Yeah? Later, want to go fishing? Sure, I can fish. I'm pretty bad at fishing. I've never done it, but I assume I probably also will be. I think all you need is a stick and some, some string and then maybe a hook. I think Gorgoog probably knows how. On one of the southern bridges... You see a man who looks like this. It's in the Discord. <coughs> crossing one of the bridges into the settlement. And he is followed by 23 people. Laura, uh, you recognize a handful of them as people from Thandar. Uh, two of them are like shopkeepers. There's one of their wives. Uh, one of the shopkeepers. The shopkeeper who doesn't have the wife has one of his daughters and then just like a, a village hobo I guess you just generally presume these are refugees or maybe some of you maybe some of you recognize the shopkeepers uh, from your one day in Fandar this man crosses the bridge do you any of them have like ill repute reputation uh, not necessarily one kind of price gouged a little bit but you know cast him out Drown him so, in the river. That's not very so, interesting of you. They get to the edge of the bridge, and the man leading them uh, puts his hand out as if to say, hold on for a second. And then he walks forward, and which one of you is the leader here? That is uh, a look around. I, I guess those three. And I look, and I gesture to Halam and Cyrix and... Mm-hmm. Who's Halam? I'm sorry. I gestured to... Uh, well, I don't take the role of leadership quietly, but rest assured I will do my best every day. Uh, definitely Gorgu, that orc, or half-orc over there. This lady, I guess. Why do you ask? We are a group of refugees seemingly like yourselves. My name is Naspin, Naspin Jarth, and I've been leading this group, hunting, foraging in the forest, and Earlier we saw the smoke rising from the forest, and we walk this way and we find civilization. Yes. Welcome to sit at the fire with us and enjoy the food, and I guess in some time help out around camp and fort. This would be uh, most kind of you. Sure, we need as many people as we can get. We do not know how long we'll stay, but for the night, to be inside would be nice. So, as they all sit down, and you all 
I don't know. Does anybody? What do you What do you do once they join in on the party? Orgu guys them for weapons, and he's doing a vi- he's doing a visual pat down. Most of them have like crude daggers. Most of them like made out of stone. One or two of them have like a, a bow, but they look like kind of shabby. Do I recognize the accent they speak with? They don't all like speak like this guy. Uh, most of them have a similar accent to uh, Will and Laura, so they're more from this region. Naspen seems to be from some nondescript country up north. How attractive is Naspen? I posted a picture in the Discord. Uh, Sirix slides over to him. Naspen, what brings a man like you so far south? How'd you get mixed up with the Iron Fang? Well, I've, I've been living here for a while now and small town. I've lived in a small town up in the northern part of the forest and when the Iron Fang attacked we fled and I made my way through the forest and eventually found other people. I'm a bit of a survivalist, I guess, and eventually these people made made me their leader, but things have not been going exceedingly great. We are almost out of provision points. You know, Nazbin, Last time we met a well-to-do foreigner who faced all the odds and survived, he turned into a werewolf, cast a bigoted slur at me, and attempted to murder us all. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure you're not quite like that. Isn't that right, Desmond? What does an 18 cents motive tell me? Uh, he's not a werewolf. He's he's telling the truth. He's like, you can tell he's like mad at himself that he has to admit that, but he's like... Kind of sense that he's like on on the edge of his rope, and if he doesn't do something soon, the uh, people might abandon him. Welcome, boys. As the marshal of this force, I welcome you to our tables. Enjoy our venison. Enjoy our wine. Uh, but as the enforcer of laws in this region, I must tell you, don't make too much noise around the gnome. He's got a curfew zone around him. <laughs> trying to get his nap night. And I cast a wink at little little trust. Are you leaving me? He's just relaxing. I haven't slept in weeks. I was also wrong about the numbers. There's like 50 of them, not 23. That is important. Do we have enough food for... You only get three meal hall vouchers, so make them count. (laughs) So So, some of these people... uh, How do our our, uh, refugees react to these refugees? Because a lot of them... We're all basically survivors of Fandor, right? All of yours are. There's a... um, all of yours are survivors of Bandar. Most of these aren't, but there are a couple. Some of them, some of your refugees kind of like are apprehensive, but some of them are more jolly with them and go and engage in conversation and whatever. They, uh, but by the end of the night, everybody's kind of melded together. They, there's no uh, sense of threat. And like whoever said it before, the more the merrier, especially when it comes to surviving. I'm immediately worried about I have a sense of threat. I don't trust any of that shit. But Laura is grateful to have community and having everyone interacting. And she's happy to see that more people survive from Fiander. So Naspen is eating heartily, as if he hasn't eaten for a couple days. And several of the refugees are doing the same. There's more than enough food to go around. You guys have been doing very well over the past couple weeks. Hunting is becoming increasingly easy, and you're although there's no fruit from it yet, you've begun uh, a little bit of agriculture. 
and using like Jang's formula books and whatnot, you've found ways to make the processes go faster. So you think in a week or two, you'll have the ability to create grain stores. Huh, take that mouth, Santo. But with that, you also notice there are about half of the refugees that are kind of like apprehensive around the food. And among further inspection, the ones that aren't engaging kind of look a little sickly. Well, kill them and burn their corpses, guys. Um, they don't have a meal or a medicine check. Seeing that they look sickly, can I kind of go up to one? Yeah. And, and lean in and say, hey, uh, don't take this the wrong way, but I do have healing magic if you are ill. Well, I don't know. I don't know if it'd help much. I've got a couple adepts in the group and we've had a wand of pure light wounds uh, pop up in the party once or twice and it's not making this go away. Hey, what the restoration's at, Jack? I, uh, I, hand, I place my hand on him and say, the beauty within your soul will shine through this. And I lay on hands him. Uh, and one of my abilities, one of my mercies is healing diseased. There's a check for that, right? It acts as removed disease. So yeah, I think I roll a 23. Uh, the way this looks is I like place my hand, the lovely songbird sort of a glowing uh, seems to fly out from around my wrist and get on my the back of my hand and it kind of crawls onto the person and pops on their shoulder and it just kind of nestles and disappears into their neck in a comforting chipper. That feels that feels mildly better. Thank you, good sir. Derek? Yeah. Based on my backstory, do I recognize this as a blight? You absolutely do not. Delightful. Thank you. Delightful. Oh, hey, oh thank you. Thank you so much. This, At least for now, I feel better. The, the pain is quite substantial and it's always tired, and they just have my, fucking Lyme disease. Thanks to my uh, ranks in heal, I know I had anemia. That is good. I kind of look across the the people now that I'm kind of amongst them. Uh, does my detect evil pick up any? Uh, no. Yeah, these people vampires. Okay. No. I, as I do that, I kind of like I'm like Are these bad people. No, they're not bad. No such. Good people who need a little bit of direction. Yeah, I'm now that he kind of like described the symptoms of the disease. You want to make a check to figure out what it is? Uh, sure. Do I got a history or local? Because that's the best I got. Heal or knowledge engineering? Neither are good for me. So I guess a heal check. I can I not roll the heal check and just say I don't know what it is? Because I'm gonna be real. You can fail on this and you can fail badly, and I wreck. Can I roll knowledge engineering? If Jack tells you about the problem. Sure. I will describe the situation at length to her. Would you like me to roll a diplomacy check to transfer information? Nope, you're good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cyrix is hanging off of every word, Jack. Uh, I don't love it. Uh, you don't know. That is fine. I don't know if it is either. It is likely... Uh, I'm getting a sense it is anemia. Does anybody want to make this check? I can try, goddammit. Dungeoneering or heal? 22. Uh, yeah, Gorgug, you know. Was that heal or dungeoneer? Uh, 
This is its uh, infestation. I guess you saw this once in the military, maybe. Some kind of creature has laid their eggs in the, uh, or they've like presumably like eaten bad meat and gotten uh, creatures' eggs in them, and Caught? it's not going great. That creature, specifically from the symptoms, is known as a wolf in sheep's clothing, which you all have fought before. Derek, uh, with my uh, knowledge of such things, will the passing of this larval into the different stage kill the victim, or will they just pass like a tapeworm and go murder somebody in a toilet seat? The, um, if, if the larva is born, they will be in, in the baby state and be a very easy kill and won't be any real threat to you, but it will kill each of these refugees. What do I know about solving this bacterial infection? Well, orgasmic infection, I suppose you could say. <laughs> I am disturbed. If you examine the refugees further, you've noticed that they all have taken several days worth of damage from the strength damage from the infestation. Essentially, in game mechanics terms, once they hit zero, the wolf and sheep's clothing are born. You think you have about two days to search for a solution, and now that Jack has healed one of them, there are 22 that seem to be infected. I call over. I call over Jack and the leader of this group, the Mister uh, uh, Nesbin. Yes, it seems that this is a bit of a problem, sir. I will spend every last piece of energy I have to heal them. However, I. I'm afraid I'm not exactly the best at healing these diseases, so it, it, it would take probably a week or so to heal them, if not longer. I don't know if we have that time. That's been as I see it. Paladin's plan failed. No offense, Jack, but there's a reason you wield a sword and you're not a cleric. We can look for the cure, we might be able to find some local knowledge, and if that fails, well, for the good of my people and Honestly, for the good of yours, I say we put them down before it hatches. Okay, I do not. I, I understand where you're going with this, Alan. No, sorry. Go through another life. I will uh, happily give my life to save all of yours. Give your eggs unto me. Let me be the seahorse of your disease. Um, uh, what, <coughs> what, what the fuck did I just hear? <laughs> I don't like that, and I want that stricken from the podcast. You've seen war, yes. Every night when I go to sleep, whatever, Jack. What happens to the morale of the group once the leadership starts killing them? Oh, oh, Jack. For the good of the group, it would never happen in front of them. And secondly, you're right, it would plummet. You know what plummets morale even worse? Being infected with wolves and sheep's clothing. That is true. But there is an option which uh, goes towards a less final uh, problem solving. You're right, we launched them into the Iron Fang camps with the catapult. Now, whereas I do respect Khan in the sense of his tactic, I respect them in a book and not in practice. The uh, the book actually does suggest launching them in the catapult, so... Do we have any of, or any of our people a doctor? Well, uh, like, do we have anyone that would have a high enough heal check to be able to help us out here? Rena was an adept when you found her. 
since then she's taken like a level or two of cleric. Why don't you guys give me um, knowledge nature or uh, knowledge engineering checks? None of those are my three knowledges. Uh, 21 for knowledge engineering. Cool. Cyrix? Yes. Glossly. Uh, you can make a tincture out of the berries of a plant known as glossly that is probably around here somewhere that acts as like a non-magical potion of removed disease. Cereal, get your ass over here. I have a question for you, Nachiza Nardo Rangers. Yes, Mr. Wolverine. Boston accent, Derek. No, that Cereal is the the deeper thing. Cereal's uh, a little baby halfling. Cereal, get your asses over here and speak in tandem. I'm going to have to edit this, but I can. <laughs> Mr. Gogoog. Very good. Um, Amazing. I look at them flowering over my broom and my nose. Keep this secret. Don't tell a soul unless I ask you to. We need to gather gloss leaf. We need to gather it now. Gloss leaf? Why? Full attack. You got to <laughs> Traitorous werewolf bastard. I knew it. No, that was cereal. I just can't talk very loud his voice. I know, but he's a fucking werewolf too. They all are. Everybody, everybody who's a bad guy is a werewolf, even that dragon. You see, we think we've been playing Pathfinder, but actually it's been a werewolf this entire time. Oh, but I'm sure, well, hopefully your ranger eyes at some point noticed it. Oh, our cloth leaf grows uh, randomly throughout the forest. Yes, gloss leaf grows randomly through the forest. And you patrol the forest, so where was the last place you saw gloss leaf? At a random place. Such as? Good enough for me. Uh, Lord's pretty good at survival. I think we can, I can help here with the gathering of this medicinal. So they tell you it's kind of just like, like a mushroom or just moss. It could be growing anywhere, but it could also not be growing anywhere. So, Truxton, um, get your nomass out of bed. I know you gave that shit up, but I need your knowledge of herbs. Uh, Alright, what can I help you with? We need some gloss leaf, boy. The good shit. So if you're gonna search, are you starting now or? Yes. Okay. I need knowledge, nature, or survival checks. Serio and Cobb will come with you. So since they know the forest, you get a plus four circumstance bonus on the check. Can I perhaps add a inspire competence bonus to the check? Wait, am I not making this check? That's eighteen. Well, it's not all of you. You're working as a group, so you're going to have to do aids and whatnot. I did get a 34. Um, That'll probably do it. You you succeed, and you find uh, enough with that check in four hours to treat six of the uh, refugees. So it'll be about two in the morning by this point. Laura. Yes? Don't you have some kind of, like, magical nature demon child? She is far away at the moment. She's off training. Of course she is. Right when we need her. So you can keep making the checks. Okay. Um, it's just going to take time. How many fuckers are sick? With the gloss leaf you've gathered, 16 are left sick. Oh, God. We're going to have to triage them for a few nights. And how many how many charges of lay on hands do you have, Gavin? I have a total of eight per day. I used one, so I have seven left. And I don't know what the DC of this disease is, but... If it's above, like, like 16, 
then they're they're basically I basically have three less than I really do. That's twenty. Well, that means I have to roll a twelve on the dice, which means there's a forty-five percent chance of success, which means basically I have four successes per day on average. So that's like a week. <laughs> I mean, go ahead and roll it. Okay. It's true. The dice are a fickle mistress. All right, I'm gonna. Can I roll all of them? Yes. Twelve succeeds. Okay, I got three successes, which means I've had one previous success, three successes here, total of four. So 13. After Jacques heals them, before you all head out to find the gloss leaf, he heals three of them, and you find enough gloss leaf to heal six of them. So 13 of them are left. Uh, what is the, uh, my good, uh, friend with the whip? What is the onset time infestation disease. Uh, I know nothing about the disease. <clears throat> I just know everything there is to know about gloss leaf. Gorgug um, estimated two days. Uh, two days? That is plenty of time. We don't need sleep tonight, so I will go to bed uh, while you all are working. I will wake up, and if you all come up with uh, more leaves, I have uh, more spells that can get rid of your fatigue allowing me to work even harder. That might be even a better use rather than a about 50-50 chance of being And then afterwards I can cast Restful Sleep on us so we all sleep like old babs. Sounds delightful. Let's find some more Velocities. Somebody make a survival or a knowledge nature check. Or that's a... Am I still getting the plus four? Because that's 36 yeah. if I am. Uh, you get two more in four hours. So it's six in the morning and 11 are left. You have 36 hours. Just someone put a giant ticking clock somewhere. Dawn of, or dawn of the second day. Let's do this. Let's keep going. Keep moving. Not dying to another fucking werewolf. Make a survival check or a... Ooh, that was a little bit worse. That was 9 plus 13 uh, plus 4 for 26. You find five doses in three hours, so you have 33 hours left to heal six people. Very well. At this point, I wake up. I'm going to go ahead and heal up Laura to give, get rid of her fatigue. Thank you, Paladin. Hold on. <clears throat> so are you... You're you're going back in between doses? No. Like once you find some? So, Jacques, are you with them or are you healing I thought we were going back in between doses. Yeah. Are we not? Is that not what was going on? <laughs> That's going to add some, a couple hours. I don't think we would. Like, I think we would be like, Until okay, we get we, enough. Like, we found six gloss leaf plants. We need more. Like, I feel like we just okay. keep going. Sure. Sure. I just I just wasn't aware that they you all had to travel out, so that wasn't made clear to me. So I, I didn't. We're going to go for, like, getting a minimum of 12 of these plants. Or Who? maybe. How many do we need? 16? Who's Greg? My hu- late husband. You uh, need six more. Well, Laura, one more. She nods grimly. So it'd be ten in the morning at this point. I'm going to say you guys are fatigued. Um, Give me the minuses. I don't think you get minuses on these. Uh, you find one more dose in two hours. So you have 31 hours to find five. So what does restful sleep do? You're about three hours away from camp. Chemical restful sleep is uh, 
You cast a spell immediately upon prior to resting. While under the effects of the spell, you and your allies enjoy a restful night's sleep. If the subject completes a full night's rest, it regains hit points as if it had undergone a full day of bed rest. So it just knocks up the tier of rest. And also up to three times your character's level no. and hit points. So it's good, but it doesn't make us sleep faster. It does help if we're trying to heal up from stuff. Yes, that's why, yeah. So it's not really not going to help us here. The best I can do is... The best we can do is, I think, hope that you find at least two more on the next sortie. And then we head back to camp. Because that means Jock only has to get, like, three with his eight charges. Which, the luck is barely on our side there. It's, it's kind of there, yeah. I'd, I'd bet on it, honestly. We can find three. Oh, shit, we're set. We're going for another search, Derek. Roll that survival check. So before you rest or anything? Yeah, but we're not resting yet. Okay, so it is about noon the next day. Sounds about right, because it was two hours after 10. So what's the survival check? Uh, it's 21. Am I still getting the plus four? Yep. For so 25. Ooh, find one more in three hours. So it is three o'clock in the afternoon. You all are exhausted. We've got to head back to camp. Let's head back to camp. We'll see how much Shellyan cares about these worthless fucks. Okay, so you got 28 hours left. Um, <coughs> go ahead, Jacques. Okay. Um, that goes... We're one away. I rolled two nat 20s, but that doesn't mean anything. And I roll an 18. The rest so, were... Uh, so you guys all arrive back at camp three hours later. Uh, you have 24 hours to try to save everybody. You're super duper exhausted. Jacques out of mercies, but you pass around the, the berries, and the only one who is left sick is one of the shopkeepers from Thandar, and he says, "Oh, why are you leaving me out of this? Huh? Uh, we are we are not leaving you out. We are just out of resources. I would have given you a plus five bastard sword if you would have healed me. I look forward to Nesbitt. I look forward to Nesbitt. Nesbitt, look at him. Look at me, Nesbitt. He looks at you so hard. I'm fucking exhausted. I've done this for the good of your people. Now they can pay it back. May the sick who have been healed, led by you, find the remaining tinctures need to heal your people. Help this poor shop keep or down. I don't give too much of a fuck, but it would be nice to have him around. I'm I'm off to bed. Truxton, as always, you're welcome in my quarters. You know I'll be completely stone silent. I will not speak to you. And I go over to Laura and I say, Listen, I know you are exhausted, but could you please, one more trick. I can come with you to make sure that your exhausted nature doesn't keep you from living, or just in case we get jumped by a patrol. Or... Laura just kind of like looks up. She's got huge bags under her eyes as she's just kind of tired. And she just kind of grunts as she stands up and nods at you. Very good. What uh? What minuses am I getting for being exhausted? Uh, you can't charge. You move at half speed. You get a minus six to strength index. But Serio and Cobb cannot make it with you. All right, so I'm not getting that plus four. Hopefully, my plus thirteen survival can help us. So I'm gonna say. So we had it was twenty three hours. I'm gonna say it took an hour to distribute those. So you're at twenty two. We'll just say you're at 20, because I think you've searched the first two hours worth of area. So you have to go about two hours out to have any chance. So give me a survival check. 
uh, and you know, get the plus four bonus. Hey, nat 20 for 33. Hey, yo. Uh, you find one. Well, wait. Yeah, we'll what? see. You find one. <laughs> you put two Ds in there. I know, but it, does, it doesn't matter. It's it does matter. I want an extra. Look, I rolled a one as well. <laughs> I want wow, that's extra. crazy odds. That's one in 36 odds, Sam. How did you do that? I rolled a one as well. <laughs> no, because you fucked it up. Roll it with one D, Derek. Yeah, you find three. Yeah, Woo! we have two extras for the ones that haven't demonstrated their wolfness. Uh, but it takes three hours. Rawr. <laughs> dies. Rest in peace. Great character. Thanks, buddy. All right, now do you want the druid or the fighter now? Oh. So you have 18 hours. Uh, you. It takes two hours to get back to camp. The shopkeeper's like, Whoa, I'm a coughing of blood over here. <laughs> it's like my insides. These movers on their own or something. I don't know if I can eat that leaf. It doesn't taste like a rigatoni. <laughs> hey. Laura just casually collapses in the background. I think I'll pass. Death would be better than eating a vegetable. I do not think that would be good for anyone else, so please eat this. The shopkeeper takes it and is healed, and you save the refugees. Everybody takes some naps. If anybody... By the way, I have got to the phone napping right now. Laura's alone in her tent with a small candle lit in vigil for Gregory. Gorgugan trucks in her spoon about his. <laughs> Why are you making bed. character decisions for other people? No, I this think is Laura a, this hated is, Greg. No, this is poor, right? No, Laura's trucks is big spoon. Cyrix is asleep and she didn't even open up that little special box she has next to the bed. She's just too tired. What special box? You know what's in the special box. <laughs> A, I, okay. a bunch of bees? <laughs> oh, a box full of bees. Wait, are you still a follower of fucking um uh, what's her name? Lamastra. You just got a fucking jar full of wasps for what you need to do. They, you know, the they, ultimate revenge. They add a splash of color to the room. Um, and really I've just got a very interesting decorative taste. Uh, including the taxidermy bear penises that I found uh, back at the one thing. What? Oh, oh yeah, you fucking have been collecting penises. I have. I have them all I up heard. on a wall. Oh, God. It's like, you know how, like... First of all, Derek, shut the fuck up. You know how, like... <laughs> you hear that coming from Nespin's room. Oh god, he's a wasp man. <laughs> he's a wait no, there is a weird lycanthrope that it are like bugs. He's a were wasp. Fuck! Dun 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 Personally I like the were mantis, because then you can be a, a monk and do mantis style while being a were mantis. I like the were human. All I was going to say is the way that like 19-year-old boys in college have like a bunch of liquor bottles up on the top shelf because they think it makes them look cool. I have that with penises. And real real ones, are. not dildos. <laughs> yeah, but they're all animal dicks. So you guys all sleep. Um, <clears throat> so you're going to leave the next morning after the feast. Obviously that didn't work out. But you sleep. Sleep for 12 hours. A deep, deep sleep. And you wake up and... The new refugees have made waffles with sprinkles on them for you. Those sprinkles of dead carcasses of fucking... 
wolf in sheep clothes that they passed last hey, night. Hey, hey, Jack, make yeah. a perception pet man. Make a perception check to prove it. It's gonna look like a fucking two. Fifteen. Yeah, that's what you think they are. I'll eat them anyway. Everybody else. Yeah, welcome. Yeah. But they taste like sugar. Well, guys, I'm taking level and summoner. I'm growing the monsters inside me. Um, <clears throat> and I have several so, questions. Uh, you don't want any of them answered, Laura. So y'all, you already head out on your next great adventure. Let's go. We Absolutely. We should have saved one for the catapult, though. That is all that would be. Before you leave, Naspin walks up and says, "My people, they uh, they say they owe you life debt, and uh, I'm not much of a fighter, but I am a pretty good scout. Uh, perhaps me and a group of my best men will will come along with you." That is a terrible idea. Okay. No offense. <laughs> no offense, but uh, I don't want to have to guard more people than I already am. Okay. That's been. Okay. It, it pains me to say this, and I'll only say it once. So listen. You have a new home now, boy. Keep it safe. Keep it close. Stay here with my people. You are my people now, Nesbitt. Naspen, and don't you fucking leave me. Naspen, I'm not going to be condescending like everyone else has to you. I'm just Please going to say that you guys have been through a lot. And you should take some time off and get used to the town. And get settled in. And, you know, we, we work well as a team and tend to attract a lot of bad things. And I really hate to explain to your people why one of you died. So... Horribly. This is fine. We will stay here. We will guard this place. And when you all come back, it will be a thriving metropolis. And I lean in a little bit. a slightly bigger fort. And I lean in a little bit, and I say, Fuck him. If you fuck me on this, if I come back to this fort and it's in shambles, we'll make you regret it. And he says, There will be fucking, but no shambles. I like that, Jasper. Give me up. Voted myself. And I, and I, uh, I slip in my number. Laura is just watching this very alarmed. Oh, don't and worry, Laura. I have plenty of flirtations for you as well. And you all head off into the woods. You, you all begin advancing towards Long Shadow. Uh, it takes about two days to get out of the forest, and when you do. It's, it's kind of weird, because this is the first time in a couple months, several months, that like, you're not surrounded by the constant smell of pine. And it's, it's kind of invigorating in a way. So Cobb takes his troops in a more southerly direction, but Sirio takes his to the north, but they promise that they'll never leave within a mile. And you all are tasked to follow the straight path through, through the hills. Very good. Straight things during Pride Month, but we'll just keep going. Well, it's 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 kind of twisty, I guess. It's like rainbow shit. It's day four, and it's sunset, and you all decide to camp. You make a campfire. I'll let you guys kind of just talk amongst yourselves for a little while. Yeah, I'll make you make a perception check. Yeah, you're right. I have a question for you. Oh, absolutely. Why do you hate me so much? I'm not hating you, Sirius. I can why explain do you, why. Why do, you, why do you keep calling me a whore? Then? I haven't called you a whore in a fortnight. 
<laughs> Sharks and ears instantly for Fortnite. Why are we dropping? No, CRX losing Greg <laughs> made me realize that I don't like losing my friends. Aww, and I immediately go over and I hug Borgug and I make it as uncomfortable as possible. <laughs> I'm still trying to smoke my pipe. So, uh, Laura. She looks at you. We have not had proper introductions. I know Greg probably didn't talk about me. You were there for uh, when we were fleeing the city and you did help us some, although I still question your loyalties for disappearing so suddenly. Much like that that one over there. And she kind of gestures at Truxton. Mm, That will fade with time. But uh, I do have one question. With all the hate you and Greg have, what brought you two together? A shared foe. Maybe, hopefully, that can bring us together, too. Not in, well, that kind of way, but, like, not like, you know, uh, uh... She kind of narrows her eyes at you and just goes, you're real awkward, bub. I, I, I say I say in Orcish to Laura, I think he wants to practice the look of Shelly with you. Watch it. Stop, <laughs> stop flirting on my future wife. Cop comes back to deliver a report and goes, how are you now? Oh, that's great. You just interrupted us, but go on. <laughs> Sorry, goodbye. Single moment. He walks away back to his Why people. is Jacques so rude? I was trying to continue the letter kitty jokes, but no. <laughs> Alright, Laura, Greg and I didn't get along, and I don't think he really liked me, but we both had a common enemy. And I'm sorry to say that we have a common loss, but I think both of those things could keep us uh, keep us moving. She kind of uh, nods and kind of looks off into the woods. And I kind of nod and I'm like, alright, and I walk away. Oh, hey, look, it's this cop. No, co- I was I was just making a joke. Cop's not there. Okay. So if that's it, you sleep peacefully through the night. I'll wake up, pack up camp, and begin your trek again. About three, four hours maybe after, uh, you feel a small tremor in the ground. Oh, no. Not this again. Again? And I hope my neck was close. I mean, if you guys just stand there for a minute, nothing else happens. Does this place have a history of earthquakes? Um, geography, history, local, or dungeoneering. Um, I got a 29 on my history or local. Uh, pick whichever one's best. Okay. So, this area, there are mines below the ground in much of the hollow hills, so it wouldn't be surprising that something could happen that could cause a tremor like this. There's also, they're not common, but... There are areas way up north that have seismic activity that could have aftershocks down here. Um, There's also, I mean, just in general, there are creatures that burrow beneath the ground that maybe would cause something like that. But with the knowledge local, I think the uh, the mines probably make more more sense to you. The world, the world wound quakes. I certainly hope not. I heard a group of adventurers already dealt with that. I bet uh, I bet the hobgoblins have an earth shaker cannon, and they're using it to besiege the high wall city. Man, you figured out their artifact already? I guess you guys discuss the earthquake for a, a minute, and then you keep walking. Uh, two hours later, uh, perception checks. No. 
But yes, please. So I'd just like to say Six. that Jack does have a minus one to perception checks, and that is because he trusts his party members. Why'd you give me shit about having a low perception check yesterday? It wasn't that bad. Because your character's good in every way, Derek. I have to fight <laughs> something. Well, I had to find a weakness, too. What's a 26 get me? Ooh, that's uh, actually right on the nose. So you you walk, um, keep walking, and you walk into a clearing, and <clears throat> you smell a, um, a wood-burning... Uh, You'd recognize it as like a campfire. Anybody and around that campfire? I'll uh, I'll inform the others that there's a camp nearby. Oh, oh God! God no. It's a fucking roper. Maybe we should go and say hi. We might have information on the area. So the campfire is maybe fifty feet, <clears throat> fifty feet forward. Um, you just like walk right into it, or I will walk forward. Okay, place yourselves on the map. I will follow him. Which direction were we coming from? Uh, right here. So be- between, behind this line. I'm ahead. Next to my butt, or, uh, guard buddy. Jacques, you, well, I guess, so as you pass the tree line, you look down, and around the campfire are six hobgoblins in the Iron Fangalia. Oh, no. I raise my hand and say, Hello! Fellow deserters? We might be deserters of the Legion, but that does not mean we must like men. What about, and I come forward and flip my hair, women? No. I shoot the first one. No. no. Cool. Roll initiative. No! Surprise attack from the Ranger, please. Laura, I could have, I could have dealt with it. You know, that might be true, but I have the xenophobic, uh... Laura, we got... What's the opposite of a... A drawback. I have a xenophobic drawback, so... (laughs) That ain't happening, I'm sorry. We gotta work on that, babe. I'd like to point out that every single one of these uh, tokens for the Hopgoblins are photos of Willem Dafoe. Yeah, we all know it's there. (laughs) In fact, this one in the bottom... The bottom right is, in fact, a picture of him while portraying Norman Osborn in the Spider-Man movie. God, just as I gotta say, uh, everybody's listening, uh, Into the Spider-Verse just came out. And I know you're listening to this uh, a year later. Twelve months later. Are you gonna put me on that order, Derek? You should be on there. (sighs) I don't see her. God, I've never noticed William Defoe is such a sexy jawline. Laura, surprise round. I'll shoot the northernmost Willem Dafoe. That is. Got your initiative in. Uh, the thing was, and I'm gonna give him the full, the full business with the uh, rage vital strike. Um, well, I guess you can take free action, sir. Go for it. This is what. Wait, can I? Yeah, we'll just say it's. I mean, it's a free action. You should be able to take it whenever. Oh my god! Then that's dead. Hold on, we don't know. Does a 21 confirm? Against Flatfoot. Alright, so remember, don't multiply the whole thing by 3. Take off 12, multiply that by 3, and then add 12. Uh, yes, a 21 confirms. Amazing. So, hold on. Just do it in the do it in the chat. Just, you know, something times 3 plus 12. Oh, fuck. <laughs> That's 90 damage. 
<laughs> so uh, the arrow uh, goes right through like his eye, and his whole head explodes, and he gets a lot of blood on all of his friends, and they're they all look very sad, but also very angry. <laughs> and initiative begins. Hobgoblin number three. My head still turns, so I am still flat-footed. So you're like, no, don't do that. <clears throat> do it, asshole. My AC can handle it. God's sake, seriously, use that range. Use that ALO. Oh, wait, you won't get two yet. Your turn is what happens. Um, so the first Hobgoblin steps out to the left. Perfect. And will attack with a long bow. I guess he'll fire at Jacques, who's closest uh, in this. And let's uh-huh. go Boob's turn. Well, assholes, it's been a pleasure. Korgug will step forward and begin a bardic performance of Inspire Courage. Plus two Woo. attack, plus two damage. Uh, Laura, it's your turn. Uh, I did forget to uh, do my D6 non-lethal for the belt. I did do four non-lethal to myself to stop raging. I think I will not do the combo this time, and I'm just going to shoot this Willem Dafoe that has stepped out and shot at my friend. Cool. Oof, I rolled a four, so that's glad to see that hasn't changed with Laura. Um, does an 18 hit him? Uh, it does. Oh, okay. Um, I'm gonna do... Hey, that roll wasn't terrible. How does 32 damage treat him? Uh, he does not like it, but he is still... Uh, it is Truxton's turn. Then, yeah, I will move up 30 feet and attack uh, the... Uh, who is that? Is that uh, Mel Gibson? Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe, whatever. I'm going to move up to the square next to him and attack. <clears throat> okay. You going to do studying? I am going to do studying, which is a quick action, so I'm allowed to do it. Nice. Thanks to my new level 8 abilities. I'm ever trucking. You don't get a full attack on this round since you take that move action. Yes, I know. I know. Uh, I, I, I just don't want Derek to, 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 to demoralize you. It's a 28. Oh, I'm so sorry. That only hits by 11. Okay. Hey, take note, people. How much damage you do? Uh, that's 15 damage. Whew. Okay. Uh, he's he's up, but he's not a happy boy. Hobgoblin sixes turn. Ooh, three of them roll 12s. That's wild. Uh, he'll five foot step up to Truxton and pull pull out a sickle. Um, does a 25 hit. That does hit, yes. Barely, though. Damn, my AC rules now. Uh, six damage. Oh. Grogu used his, his thing, his martyr performance, Gavin. Thank you. Uh, on one is the one who just attacked. What's that bonus? Plus two, plus two. <laughs> yes. I know, right? It's so fucking good. Kill. Hobgoblin one also... We'll pull out a sickle and attack Truxton. Uh, 27. The Truxton taking an additional 4 damage. Hobgoblin 5 charges that Gorbuk while pulling out a sickle. Uh, 19. No, 21. Miss. Okay, and Cyrix the Mesmerist. I move here. I start staring at the one in front of Gorbuk. Mm-hmm. I attack him with my whip. Okay. Does a 15 hit? Level 8 and still no. I'm so sorry. A Hobgoblin 4 uh, pulls out a sickle and goes to attack Sears. Ooh, does a 15 hit? Uh, no. 
And <laughs> that means it is Jacques' turn. Go fucker kill I'll walk up next to Six, and I will hit the same person Truxton did. Uh, that's an action. Ooh, confirm that. That boy, get that boy some milk. <laughs> what's what's the confirm roll? Uh, twenty three. Uh, yeah, that crits. Okay, I deal one hundred and two damage. Oh, oh fucking Jesus shit. Christ, Gavin! Oh my God! Uh, he explodes into a red mist, and all that remains is a black hole that sucks you all in, and you die. What the fuck? How the fuck did you do a hundred? I did roll. Okay, I I have a two D plus twenty one, and I rolled a seven and a six on the die, resulting in thirty four times three. (laughs) That is that is that is wild. We have a male fighter back in the party. (laughs) Maybe I shouldn't have let you all back in. Um. So it's Hobgoblin 3's turn. Yeah, boys. <laughs> what you can do, motherfucker. He's going to move up here and take a shot at uh, War with his sh- bow. How fucking dare you? Does an 18 hit? It sure as shit doesn't. Well, that was only an 18 on the die. Does a 25 hit? Wow, wow, Derek, you did the thing. I'm a trick of boy. How dare Every you, Derek? fucking roll the dice. I'm leaving a one-star review on the podcast on iTunes for this. Uh, three damage, and that is, with his turn, the start of round two. Go through your turn. Oh, as a free good. action, I continue the bar performance. As a swift action, I ignite my sword arcane power. And it's a, I'm sorry, it's a full-round action. I full-attack this guy. He rolls on the dice. will be a 22, well, 22 and a natural complete failure. Uh, the first one hits. He'll take uh, 20 damage. And with the power of Cornigon Smash, we now roll Intimidate, assuming he's still up. Make that How's he do with a 30 and Intimidate? Uh, he's he's very demoralized, you see. Is he, did, Derek, do I succeed it by 10 or more? Quit making me fucking do this. I'm guessing. You know, yeah. I know your pain, Derek. I have a fucking Corrigion build for Mudgeon. Yeah. Build a so it's a well okay, Derek. He will now be, uh... Wait, wait, uh, wait, 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 wait. Is this the one Cyrix is staring at? Yes. Cyrix, what's the penalty? A negative three. Okay. And okay. he's shaken. Uh, he's frightened for one round and shaken thereafter. Well, with a will save. That's true. He has to succeed an 18 will save. Ooh, that's 14 on the dice. <laughs> I'm sure they don't have much will with a negative four, Derek. Yeah, he wouldn't have made it even if he didn't have the penalty. What <laughs> <A lot> an <of laughs> asshole. <laughs> so he's a frightened little boy. Um, but it's Laura's turn. So this dick who thinks he knows how to use a bow, I'm going to show him how to really use a bow. Rabbit shot his ass, Laura! I'm not that kind of ranger. Do it anyway. And this is not uh, raging. Does a 31 hit him? No. If you took away your plus 14 bonus, it would still hit. That's 26 damage to him. Um, that one's dead. May he burn in hell. Uh, so it's uh, three hobgoblins left. And five of you. The odds are ever in your favor, but it is Truxton's turn. Okay. I will uh, double attack the one directly in front of me there. Okay. This is the one you've studied. Correct. Uh, 20 on the first. Yeah, that's a hit. 20 on the second. That's a hit. 32 total. Uh, he's dead. You are all systematically murdering these people. While Laura doesn't regret her actions, William <laughs> does think that we probably should have talked to these people. Uh, it's Hobgoblin's five turn. He five footsteps, uses a move action to pull a sickle, provoking an attack of opportunity from Gurug. 
Oh no. Wait, no, that doesn't make sense. He just attacks with the sickle. Wait, wouldn't he had to flee there? Yeah, it is that one, isn't it? Yeah. He does the flee, provoking two attacks of opportunity. Well, he doesn't take can, the I, can I just say something real quick? Yeah, I three attacks have... of opportunity. Yeah, Gorgug is five feet away, Serix is five feet away, Jacques is ten feet away, and has a reach weapon, so that is three attacks of opportunity. I failed mine. Does a 23 hit? Uh, 23 does hit. I deal 32 damage. <clears throat> Gorgug. He's still up? Yeah. Good God, man. Mooks, but they're not mooks. The Just, first man, I, I, don't, I got a comment here. I don't like the word mook. It sounds very much like a slur to me. Uh, oh man, I think I missed with only that. Uh, with only a sixteen. Why don't you roll damage? Oh. Oh. Okay, Derek. <laughs> He'll take a eighteen. Yeah, he's dead. You want Cornagog smash him? Now he's dead. I whisper yeah. to I whisper to Sirius. Grapple him. You don't trust me? That's what I was planning on doing! I dive on top of the hobgoblin. Oh, is it your turn? Yes! You skip me! I'm Derek hates me in the chat. Yeah, go ahead. Because obviously you fucking hate me. <clears throat> go ahead, uh, Sirix's turn. I jump on top of the hobgoblin to grapple him. Do you have improved grapple? No. <laughs> Why would I have improved grapple? Uh, does 21 hit? Uh, sure. Uh, take four damage and then make a grapple check. Is that CMB? Yes. 16. Uh, that's not gonna do it. Can I just say that I rolled a 7 on that check? That's the highest dice roll I've had tonight. That's very impressive. I'm proud of you. Also, before I grapple, I swap my stare to that one, because he's the only one left alive. He'll make a, uh... Sickle check and miss. Jacques, it's your turn. I'm gonna try to do the same thing. I'm gonna step over and grapple. Fuck, I rolled the same as Ferrum. I rolled a nat two. Ferrum? Who's Ferrum? She sounds hot. I, okay, actually, it's an 18 because of bardic performance. But. Wait, I didn't add my bardic performance. Oh, you fucked up. Okay, we both rolled 18s then. Does that. I don't think that. It does not. Alright, that's fine. Uh, So then. As my move action, can I make a check to try to get him the, the, a diplomacy check to hold on and not die like the rest of them? By the rules, probably no. But take a... <clears throat> go ahead and roll it. Take a minus four penalty. Friend, we don't need to kill you too. And we will, unless you let us talk. Can I aid him in that? What do you think no. this is, Ivy? It's not your turn. Um, you kind of see, like, the the anger move out of his eyes and he looks like he's like about to drop his weapon and then the beginning of round three begins and I no the beginning of round three begins and you all hear feel that tremor again spiders as a creature emerges from the ground it's a bullet and another creature emerges from the It's ground. a bullet! It's called and the TPK in my other game. Creature. It's a bullet! From the ground. Three bullets rise out of the ground and begin their assault on the party. And that's the end of our broadcast week. Time for an extended haste spell. Here we go. I have several concerns. If you haste me, I will murder this bullet in one round.
Except it's, not, except it's not the end of our broadcast week. Boo! Several thousand miles away, an earthquake awakens a uh, wizard in his house. He usually has to wake up for work early in the morning. He usually teleports there, but it's this earthquake wakes him up, and it's about three hours earlier than he normally wakes up, and he just yeah, can't get his back. Uh, he's, he's fine. He's, he usually sleeps like 12 hours, so he's good. So he wakes up and decides, you know, if he's awake anyway, he'll take the scenic scenic route to work and cast fly on himself and just kind of flies over the desert. And about halfway through, he, he, he looks down and he almost loses his concentration. Because what he sees is something weird. There's water in the desert, water that shouldn't be there. These rivers have just sprouted out of nowhere. And what's weird, though, is the rivers spell out the words finally free gods beware and that's the end of our broadcast week I think our collection of dumb bitches might be responsible for that how dare you talk about Karen that way I mean Hosni is definitely to blame for that as well he is a A class dumb bitch actually was there anybody in that party of, of dead people trolling about that had an intelligence score higher than 10. <laughs> uh, Jeff. Yeah, they are kind of yes. Yeah, but Jeff plays all of his characters like a dumb bitch. I'm sorry. <laughs> I try to see the best of people, even if they the, the smarter Jeff's character is, the dumber he plays them. podcast uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo Incorporated, which are used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. This podcast is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo Incorporated. For more information about Paizo's community use policy, please visit paizo.com forward slash community use. For more information about Paizo Incorporated and Paizo products, please visit paizo.com. Iron Fang Invasion is copyright 2017. Iron Fang Invasion and the Pathfinder Adventure Bath are trademarks of Paizo.